Let's run it. All good? UFC motherfucking Paris. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the 1% Club podcast. We have a small little break here, but we're going to break it down anyway. We're going to give you guys the breakdown show a little early. Uh, UFC 278, I think, after uh, after that that card, I think I think the the MMA fans deserve a break, right? There's a lot of drama in that uh, in that card. You know, we have a new champion in Leon Edwards. So, and there was just a lot of, like Rockhold Costa was crazy. Uh, there's a lot of drama. I personally need an emotional break after that uh, card. So, we're gonna give the breakdown early. We're gonna get on with Shay later in the week and do our uh, our picks early, hopefully. If I can get it, yeah, let's hope so. I think he, I think he said he wanted to. Make card starting out banger of a fight: Nathaniel Wood versus Charles Jordan. My apologies on the pronunciation. For the last twenty-seven years of my life, I've been pronouncing uh, Jordan, and uh, recently when we put out a reel, it pissed a lot of people off. Apparently, so Charles Jordan, I'm sorry, and uh, I think it's a. I just I, I fucked it up. My bad. Now, my I I like these guys a lot. I've always been on the Nathaniel Wood bandwagon. Yeah, big time. He's great. He's great, right? And he, he has I've shared a locker room with him before. And the dude warms up for legit like two hours before. Like, and I mean like hard. You serious? Hard. Hard. And he beats the shit out of poor Brad Pickett. Like Brad, if you're watching this, I'm sorry, buddy. Like he beats the absolute shit out of this. Now, this line is a little weird. And I and I think uh we blow that up for me so I can so I can see that. Uh the line is a little weird on this one. We have uh, Jordan coming in at minus 135 and Wood coming in at plus with, uh, 115. I would have thought that Wood was going to come in as a favorite here. I would have thought that too, but I think that the reason why we're seeing the difference is the weight. Remember, he just recently went up in weight and then fought uh, Charles Rosa on short notice. I think he was supposed to get somebody else. Rosa took the fight on short notice and went up from 135 to 145. Jordan's been at 145. Click on uh, Jordan for me. I have not been on his bandwagon, but as of late, he has really, really, really impressed me. Uh, the Burgos fight, you know how big I am on Burgos. And that fight scared the shit out of me. Like, I was really worried about that fight. Nearly got him out of there. Yes, he nearly he nearly finished Burgos, and that's not an easy thing to do. He beat uh, Rojo, one of my guys, uh, you know, obviously before he started training with him, but still, regardless, that's a that's a big win. Lost to Julie, uh, Julian Arosa. And uh, Andre Yule, uh, a tough one. Uh, Kula Bao is a tough out. He lost a split to Feely. I mean, beat Venata, uh, Groovy Landau, and then lost to Burgos. I, listen, I feel like I feel like before you saw a lot of inconsistencies in his game, I feel like he's starting to come into his own and find his his rhythm. And I got to be honest, even though there's an L next to that Shane Burgos name, I I, I think in his brain, he's on the three fight winning streak. Like his confidence seems to be building and, uh, you know, but across from him is a, is a hammer, you know, Nathaniel Wood is no, is uh, no joke. And he's, he is, uh, we click on his name for me. He's no, he is no slouch at all. I'm a big Nathaniel Wood fan and he has not had the, uh, the easiest, uh, strength of schedule either. It was a flawless performance there last time out as well. I mean, yeah, he, he did what he was supposed to, Charles Rosa, you know, Rosa's, Rosa's great, but he, his fight IQ lacks at times, and uh, I like Rosa a lot. But Casey, his losses are to Casey Kinney and John Dotson. The Dotson fight, which he was dominating, I might add, and then got clipped in the uh, in the third round. But he was dominating that fight, in my opinion. Listen, I'll tell you, there's a win on here. Uh, he also beat Andre Yule, but there's a win on here 
that doesn't do it justice, and that's John Castaneda up there at the top. Castaneda is no joke, and I feel like he beat Castaneda before Castaneda got good. Castaneda looked really good against Miles John, like looked fantastic against Miles John. So and then lost to Casey Kinney, who in my opinion is one of the better guys in that division. He's uh he's amazing. And then goes up in weight, beats Rosa, who at that 45 division is uh you know, I don't want to call him in the back of the division. I just he's very skilled. He just his fight IQ is not there. This fight is very intriguing. I would venture to say there's going to be some money come in on wood. I could be wrong on that. Like this one's really intriguing to me, but my money's going to come in on wood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I listen. Wood is great. I think he carries the, uh, the 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 speed from 135 carried over to 145. I really like this fight a lot. Uh, I think, man, I, this one's really tough for me. You know, I don't have. I'm not going to give a pick on this one um, because I feel like there's a lot of X factors, and I'll end with this. The Jordan, we haven't we haven't got to see his his uh, his full potential yet, right? Like his his potential seems to be on the rise. His stock still seems to be going up. You know, we talked about that last week. Stock rising, stop dropping. Uh, dropping. Jordan's stock is still on the rise to me. Woods' stock is on the rise as well, but we don't know what's going to happen. That 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 weight up, like Jordan just fought Burgos, who's a massive massive one forty fiver. I haven't got to see him compete against a real 145er that's going to put a big body on him and and wear on him a little bit. This fight, for me, is going to tell a lot about both of these guys. A couple of quick turnarounds as well. I feel like we just yep. saw them in there, you know? Well, they're they're both super exciting. And I, and I think the UFC promotes these guys. Like, they, they want to see exciting fights. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm really excited for this fight. Yeah, it's a great way to kick off a, a fight night main card. 100%. And, and I, for whatever reason, I want to lean towards uh, a to go the distance. I don't know why. I've well, seen the line on well, that. They're yet. both super durable. They're both very durable. And I got to think that Wood's going to be even more durable up a weight class, right? I mean, typically when you go up in weight, you become more durable. It's the down in weight that, you know, your chin, the water's gone. Like, anyway, this is a very exciting fight. I don't think the UFC could have picked a better fight to kick off the uh, the main card. And uh, this this fight has fireworks written all over it, fight of night written all over it. I'm very excited to see both the, two of the, the bigger prospects in that division, in my opinion. So I'm really excited for this fight. Uh, I'm interested to get Shay's take on this. I'm interested to get that because I don't, I don't, I really, honestly, I'm, I'm 50 50 on this. There's, there's like one thing that worries me. Uh, I'm, I'm for, for Jordan. I'm worried about the speed of, of Wood, and then for Wood, I'm worried about the pressure and the power of Jordan and how that weight cut coming up is going to affect maybe the, you know, his ability to take a shot, right? Because the 45ers, the power difference between 145 and 35 is significant. Yeah, it's it's a big difference. Obviously, you could probably you you know you've kind of moved through divisions frequently enough. It's very different. Forty uh, thirty five to forty five. Obviously, I've never fought either one of those, but it's it's very it's very different. But I even one fifty five to one seventy. Fifty five to seventy power difference is big, 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 big. But the seventy pounders are much slower, much slower. I will say that, like a hundred percent. It's way, it's a big difference in power and speed. So for me, it worked great because I'm hard to hit clean. The speed, I would rather have somebody that hits harder. Then it's faster because speed speed is harder to deal with. And for me and my style, it's harder to deal with than power is. I can deal with power. But I will say this. The 70-pounders, their hips are way heavier. They're harder to take down, harder to hold down. They're stronger, obviously. Like, there's a big difference in there. But for my style, it was a better transition for me. And I got to think that the 35 to 45, uh, if you saw Wood, man, his, those cuts were just horrendous for him. So I can't imagine this. scary. Yeah. yeah. I can't imagine this being a bad thing for him. He looked great at 145. He didn't look, I mean, he dismantled Rosa. You know what I mean? Like, and, and Rosa took down on short notice. And 
it is what it is. He, he, he did what he should. So for me, we didn't get a lot out of that fight. I'm excited to see Wood in this new weight class uh, against a, 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 a an equal prospect, in my opinion. You know, and Jordan, I'm excited to see. Like, I feel like there's still a lot of value in him. I, I want to see that. You know, so this this fight is very intriguing to me. Uh, next fight, another weird one. Uh, Nazareth Hapkris versus John McDessie. Uh, I've got to be honest with you. I thought John McDessie's career was over a few years ago, and then he goes out and uh, his last fight, he looked. Absolutely freaking incredible against a young uh, Ignacio uh, Bahamas or what is it? Uh, Bahamendez? Bahamendez. Yeah, whatever way you want. One of the split decision. Ignacio is a great striker and lost. He has this is another guy, the example has issues with the uh, with the grapplers. I think Trinaldo just being big and bullied him around a little bit. But uh, Bahamendez is is no joke of a striker, man. He knocked out Roe Roberts with that spinning back heel kick. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do. Yeah. Crazy, crazy good striker. And, uh, you know, he looked great. He's, he's, uh, he's got big wins. He just hasn't been very active. I think he's got like three or four fights in the last five years, I think. So, but, you know, with, with, with the inactivity, that always worries me. And he's pushing 40. I think he's 37 or 38 years old. Now, yeah. yeah, that, uh, it does concern me a little bit. You know, we, we've been, I feel like we've been talking about this week in and week out where you even said this a couple of weeks ago. It's like when one guy's out, they're, they send them on their way, and that's what it seems like with this fight with uh, with Hapgris. I mean, Hapgris is is uh, he's he is tough, but I feel like he's getting I feel like he's getting a little bit of backlash because of the Bobby Green fight. You know, like he he, he uh, I mean, he just that Bobby's tough, man. He's lost two in a row. Bobby Green, Dan Hooker, and Hooker grappled him. But dude, he's got some he's got some good wins against good opponents. His striking's good. He's got good power. Like all of his losses in the UFC are legit competition. Dober, uh, Green, well, and those Hooker. Last three losses are yeah, you know, very high level competition. They're hammers, man. They're they're hammers. They beat uh, Mark Jacasi, Joaquin Silva. I mean, these are good wins. He's got good wins, man. Like th- he's no joke. And I feel like the line's being a little disrespected here. At uh at, at minus two fifteen, I like Capricus quite a bit here. Just, I mean, dude, he's young. Anytime you see that big age variance, what is it like? I think it's like seventy percent of the time. The what, how old is Hapkris? Twenty-seven. Was, was it like a nine or ten year difference? Seventy percent of the time, the younger fighter wins. Do you see that? It's crazy. Wow. I think it's a nine year difference. Seven. It's like sixty-eight point nine percent of the time, the the younger fighter wins. And I think he's just more skilled anyway. <clears throat> I'm gonna have some money on Hapkris here for sure. I like this fight a lot. Should be exciting. Uh, I like this one a lot. And this next one, Alessio DiCicurio versus Roman Kopilov. This could be another banger written all over it. Uh, Alessio DiCicurio, if you go to his, uh, he, he doesn't look great on on paper. I mean, like his, he's got a bunch of losses in a row, uh, or just, I'm sorry, one loss in a row, but he's only won like one or two fights out of his like last five. But he knocked Joaquin Buckley out. Uh, his loss is to Abdul uh, Razak Alassan, who is super dangerous for anybody for at least five minutes. He lost to Zach Cummings. You in the corner for that? Nope. No? Nope, I was not. Uh, we, Zach and I were training together. I was, I think I was cornering somebody else somewhere else yeah. or doing something else. I can't remember. I, and I believe that was like out of the country. But he lost to uh, Mukmog Murdov, who's also a freaking hammer. Um, he's got some very legit losses. Also beat uh, Julian Marquez by split decision. You know, yeah. tough. He's got some good, he's got some good wins, yeah, man. Yeah, for like, sure. He's tough. And I will say this, uh, he lost to Kevin Holland is another one. He's very, very, very durable. And if you match us up stylistically, Kopulov 
is a really good striker. He tends to have issues with grapplers. His last loss is to Albert Duraev, who he dropped in the first round. And then before that, he lost to Carl Roberson, who outgrappled him. Right, so that tells you an indicator of his uh, his grappling, right? Like, it's, like Carl's not known to be a good grappler, hammer striker, but he's not known to be a good grappler. So, uh, but in the Duraev fight, he looked really good, and Duraev is not an easy guy to fight because of his wrestling. So this, the striking, I would say favors Kopulov on this. My issue with this is I feel like Disakirio is durable enough to hang in there and potentially start clinching up, grappling, get him tired, and maybe wear on him. I like the over in this fight a lot. If you're going to see a finish, I'm guessing it's going to be on the the DiSecurio side because I think uh, Alessio is too durable to knock out. I mean, he is uh, he is freaking durable. And I could be wrong, and I could be look like an idiot uh, the Monday after the fight, but he's he has a chin on him, man. He really does. Uh, let's look at the next fight on this bad boy. We're we're here. We're in the the co-main and and main event, which is Bobby Knuckles, Bobby Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori. Uh, Vittori, another guy that we've talked about, like he doesn't get enough credit because he's not super sexy, right? Like he doesn't get the credit he deserves, but he's 18 and four. Click on him. I'll read you his, his losses. <clears throat> I don't know if you've heard of these guys or not. Uh, Izzy twice. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of wins in there. Izzy twice. And really ev- everybody outside of that is irrelevant because it's been, Seven years since he's lost. Any, he's it's been seven years since he's lost to anybody not named Israel Adesanya. Yeah, I mean he's listen. Go go to his wins though. Go to his wins. He's got like start start in the UFC. He's been in the UFC for a minute. I don't know what to talk about. Victor Miranda is nothing crazy. Uh, Cesar Fajaya at the time he beat him. That's a big win. Andrew Sanchez, monster wrestler, big win. Carl Roberson, Jack Hermanson, huge. Kevin Holland, uh, Paulo Costa. Like th- these are good guys. He's beating good guys. And uh, I'm very excited for this fight because I feel like it's a clear-cut uh, challenge for, like, the number two guy in the division. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's, I think it's very clear on who uh, – right now it's Bobby Knuckles is number two, and I don't think you can argue that, right? Like, it, there's Izzy, and then there's, there's Bobby Knuckles. Now, with Pahea coming up, I'm not we'll, – we'll figure all that out later. But uh, as it sits right now – Bobby Knuckles is clear-cut number two. Vittori is clear-cut number three, in my opinion. I want to see who number two is, you know? I like the over in this fight, fight to go the distance, a ton, a ton, a ton. Both these guys are extremely durable. Both are very well-rounded. Uh, Bobby Knuckles sitting at, like, minus 230 right now. I, not at that line. I don't know me. if I feel good about not that, man. Me. Like, I like his movement in and out. I think Vittori's going to have a hard time finding him, but that line's a little steep for me to, to love. I'm not sure where that's going to go. Shea will probably give us a better indicator on which way the line's going to move. But at 230, man, you're, you're, I just Vittori is good, man. He, he's good. My problem with Vittori is he's not super dangerous, right? Like, and I just, it's. He's going to win a boring decision if he wins. If he wins, it'll be by decision. Yeah. And, and I got to be honest, I don't know if Whitaker can get him out of there either. Like, I feel like this fight's going to go the distance nine times out of 10. Yeah. You know, I, I, I maybe not nine times. I might have exaggerated a little bit out of that, but. It's uh both these guys are very very durable, very tough to to get out of there, and uh, you know I think Bobby Knuckles has only been finished in the last ten years by Izzy, and uh, I mean he's got a lot of green on that sheet. You know he, he lost to Stephen. His last finished loss was Stephen Thompson at one seventy. I might add, and in, in two thousand fourteen, <laughs> been a minute, eight years. So uh, I like this fight. I like this fight to go the distance. I think it's going to be a great fight for the clear cut number two best middleweight on the planet. 
until Alex Pereira has something to say about that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about that. We're doing the the main event breakdown show on that again. Yes. Be great. So lastly, main event. Bam bam. Bam bam. Tied to Ibasa versus Surreal Gone. I don't know what you think. Everything, nah, every on. everything in my I know what uh, you're gonna say. Don't say it. What? Don't say it. Everyone, the whole world is gonna be rooting for Tai Tuivasa. That's all I want. Oh, but buddy. I just don't see it happening, unfortunately. Gone it gone. What did I play? Let me pull up my phone. I, I placed a bet earlier today on uh Surreal Gone. What is he, minus three fifty, four hundred? More than that. I'm gonna tell you what line I played him at. I played him at Jesus. He's minus six hundred here. I played him at minus five sixty. I don't. I, it's for me, and I'll, I'll hedge off with Ty by knockout because I think that's the only way. That's the only way Ty wins this fight. It's listen. I could see a finish on the gone side. The gone gone's footwork is the best in the heavyweight division. His elusiveness is the best in the heavyweight division. And I have to be a hundred percent honest with you. I think he would be heavyweight champion of the world right now if his fight IQ was anything worth a mess. I was going to say, maybe... Who the fuck pulls for a fucking ankle lock in round five at, when the rounds are tied two and two? I, I mean, listen, man, he fought for a world title. I didn't, so I'm not going to try to tell him what to do. But God bless, man. Like, what are we thinking here, bro? What are we thinking here? Like, you're tired. What are, are the odds of hitting that? You're making me think you had to play on him. Why are you bringing up old oh, shit, bro? <laughs> Why are you bringing up old shit, bro? Whatever, man. Uh, I, I just don't see it. It's hard for for me to see a way that Tuivasa wins this fight. I'm other rooting than knockout. Rooting for him. I know you probably played him at minus five fifty, but I'll, I'll I'll get out of my chair if Bam Bam does the business. <laughs> I swear to God, I will. I'll do a I mean, I'll it, do a shoey on my own. What's the what's the what's the plus money on on Ty? Ty's at uh plus four hundred. Plus four hundred. What's tie by knockout? Plus five hundred. Plus six hundred. Yeah, easy easy hedge. Easy hedge there. Easy hedge there. I don't see how Ty wins this fight any other way. I mean, if if this fight goes 25 minutes, who's going to win this fight? It's not going 25 minutes. I think Gan's going to get him out of there. I could see it going 25. I could see it. I could see it. But if it does, if it does. Gan has five rounds to hit him super hard. If it does, who's it going to? It's going to Gan. How many times out of 10? 10. In my opinion. I think you're right. Over five rounds? I Over think, five rounds. I yeah. think you're right. I think you're right. Gon's the better wrestler. He's the better striker. He's the more technical striker. He he, he puts more volume out. His footwork is better. His head movement is better. Uh, Tai Tuivasa's only attribute here that I think he's better at is power. You know? And this is like we're talking about a, a Francis fight. You know what I mean? It's like... Uh, <laughs> you have you ever said, <laughs> I think there's like there's like a an internet uh meme going around. It's like uh when they were when the gone fight was like Gon's a better striker, he's a better grappler, he's better this, he's better that. But all that being said, Francis and Gondry by third round TKO. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is this is the same fight, only I don't think Ty has the power Francis does, and I don't think he has the reach Francis does. It's just hard for me to see a scenario where Ty wins this fight uh by decision. It's hard for me to see a scenario where he wins this fight by submission. It's hard for me to see a scenario where he wins this fight any other way other than knockout. So if you want a sure play here, I don't say a sure play. Nothing's a sure thing, but we're talking about probability. That's what we're betting on. We're not betting on the result. We're betting on the probability of that result. The probability of Ty winning any other way other than knockout is very slim. Is it possible? Absolutely, it's possible. Is it probable? No. 
The only way Ty wins this fight most of the time is going to be by knockout. I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. For me, this is a clear-cut hedge. It's very easy to to, to hedge this off. I think uh, Cyril Gaon is, is going to take this. And I, I'll be honest with you, I think he's going to make it look easy. Yeah, me too. I think he's going to make it look super, super easy. He just fought this guy, Derek Lewis. It's the same guy. It's the same guy. Ty's a little bit better. It's the same guy, though. He just fought this guy and finished him in the first round. Second round, maybe. Whatever it was. Right? Yeah, there's probably a, a, a gap there at the top. Well, I won't say a gap. Look, I mean, we haven't seen Stipe in, in, a, in a minute as well as that. You know, there's obviously the whisper that John Jones is going to be there. But I think Gan and, and Ganu are probably in a class of their own at the top there. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree a ton. And uh, uh, from, if you, listen, I think Cyril Gan is, is better than Francis if you, if you take the power away. Right? Like, he's a better mixed martial artist, no doubt. But but Ngannou's power supersedes everything. You know what I mean? He's got the he's got the ability to finish the fight at any given time. So that alone is worth something. But as far as like who's the better fighter, skill for skill, I don't think there's anybody close in that heavyweight division to Cyril Gaon. I don't think there's anybody close. I think he's in a league of his own. I really do. Now, I just I for me this is clear cut. I see I see Cyril Cyril Gaon money line tied to Ivasa by uh, you hedge it off. You know, hedge it off. That's I, uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. I could be I could be way wrong here, but uh, I'm I'll be honest. I probably won't even hedge it. I just don't see. I, it's hard for me to see a scenario how Ty beats him. Like he, like dude, Cyril Gaon is is I already fought this guy twice. He fought him in Derek Lewis and he fought him in Biggie Rosenstrike. Like these guys are the same power. They're the same power, same fighter. You know what I mean? And then and, oh, hey, we're talking. He fought Francis and Ganu too. Didn't get clipped by him at all. It was 2-2 going into the it was 2-2 going into the fourth. It was very clear cut 2-2. Mm -hmm. And then Cyril, Cyril was winning. He was on top. Remember, he was in full guard and then pulled for a fucking straight ankle lock from full guard on top. Bro, Cyril gone. Fought Derek Lewis. He fought Alexander Volkov. Volkov is not known for his power, but he's known for being long. He dealt with that range, no problem. Dealt with the the power of Derek Lewis, no problem. Didn't get hit. I don't think he got hit fucking once in that fight. Uh, Biggie Rosenstrike dominated three rounds for that fight. Maybe even five. I don't remember, but he dominated that fight. Junior Dos Santos finished him in the second round with elbows. Tanner Bozer, Dante Mate. These guys are all big punchers. All of them are big punchers, man. He's dealt with all these guys. No problems. No drama. I don't think it's going to be any different for Tai Tuivasa. Is it possible that Ty hits a home run? Of course it's possible. I don't think it's probable, though. Wrap this up. Wrap it up. UFC Paris. Great card, in my opinion. I think it's a sleeper card. Sleeper cards. Click on the, the prelims real quick. Go to go down. Uh, keep all the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ricky Ramos, Danny Henry, Buckley, I'm off. That's, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Keep going. All right, the rest of the card's dog shit. The main card's dope as shit, though. <laughs> the main card is worth, a, worth the, the free card alone. And listen, how many times have we saw these, 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 these free cards just be bangers? You know what I mean? Like, just be bangers. So... Listen, it's a it's an amazing card. We'll get on there with Shay. We'll break down the the betting portion of it. Uh, see if we can make some money out of this. But I'm telling you guys, this is a sleeper card. Don't sleep on this card. It's amazing. If you guys want to get in on the community and the the picks, make sure you join the Discord. Click the link in the description. Have a good one.